0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Hello and welcome to episode
1: 29 of Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we discuss what made news, what didn't and what shouldn't have. There's much to discuss this week, so without further ado, let me get straight to the panel. This is Cherry Agarwal and today we have with us a guest from The Wire, Anubhuya. Hi, Anu. Hi. Currently, she covers health for The Wire. Before The Wire, Anu has worked with Outlook magazine, BBC News and National Public Radio. Amit, who had gone to Alwar to speak to eyewitnesses, friends, family members, police officials, is back. So he'll be sharing uh, details about his story. Hello, Amit. Hello. We also have with us Rahul Koteal. Hi, Rahul. Hello. And Rohan Verma. Hi, Rohan. Hello. So, Amit, let's begin with you. A section of the media has been telling us a certain narrative about what happened in Alwar. Is that narrative true? And is there something that the media is not telling us?
2: What's that narrative that you're talking about?
1: I mean, that there was a delay caused by the police. There are questions being raised, but the questions aren't being answered. So, there's this narrative being played on loop. That is the police responsible.
2: So, if you go through our story as well... uh So what I've done in our story is we have actually demolished the police's version of what exactly happened that night, point by point. And uh, I spoke to ASI Mohan Singh, who has been suspended now. He was in charge of the police station back then. He was leading the police team that night. So I asked him, I mean, what were you doing for three hours? You reached the village at one in the night and then uh, the record of the CHC where... Akbar was uh, declared brought dead. So the body had raised at 4 in the morning. So there's three, 180 minutes that needs to be justified. I asked him, did you stop somewhere? He said no. I asked him, did you go to the police station? He said no. Then I asked him that, I mean, what were you doing? How can you take 180 minutes to cover 6 kilometers? But
1: news reports say that they had taken a tea
2: break news reports say they had taken a tea break our report also says that but the man who was responsible or who will be held responsible in the court is not ready to accept that mistake right so uh, the version right now is that uh, they left the village after bathing him and asking him to change the clothes the allegations that he was assaulted by policemen inside the village as well and then they stopped for a tea break at 1 30 or something two kilometers away from the police station there is the police station station. Uh, these are all claims made by uh, the person who had informed the police about the incident. He is uh, Visu Hindu Parishad's uh, Gaurak Chah Palak, the chief in Ramgad. Uh, Naval Kishore Sharma. So this guy has been making all these claims. And uh, the two boys who were arrested that morning, Dharmendra Yadav and Paramjit Singh, they were the ones who had called uh, Sharma for uh, you know informing him that they have uh, got Hand on uh, what I also smuggler. found missing hmm. from
1: the larger media narrative was that the two accused were along, were, all, were moving all around with the policemen. Hmm. So, why, like, that's important to point out why was that missing? Also, I didn't find so when Akbar was taken by the police, he did speak to them, right? I haven't heard any or read any reports that actually tell us what he said, whom did he complain against, what was his if I have to put it for lack of better word, dying words.
2: See, uh, the point is, uh, so when you reach on ground, you have to heavily rely on what police is telling you. So even the sections that we have mentioned in our story or the injuries that uh, Akbar sustained, these were all information that we got from the police, sources in the police. So I had to stay back in the police station till late in the night to get, you know, small, small details. And then you collect all these details and then you see the larger story. So in this Alwa lynching case, every four hours, things have been developed so on 21st morning you saw a video run on a loop on news channels and then we found out that it was not the video related with this incident then uh, you got to know that these two guys were arrested uh, two more are supposed to be arrested and by uh, july 22nd noon entire narrative changed where the uh, initially the focus was on the gaur Akshags. now the focus is divided it's on Gorakshaks as well and as on the police. The police. And uh, the uh, person in question is ASI Mohan Singh, so who has been suspended now. Mm. So I don't think that you know it's fair to say that uh, the media narrative did not talk about this or that. For instance, this uh, this matter that these guys were with the police and they were helping uh were working in tandem with the police we took that line because we i mean it was a very disturbing fact for me but for if you go by tv's narrative or the newspaper's narrative they'll pick one important information uh, yeah. on 22nd july the most important information was that there was a delay of three hours mm. so that was the news spec that night we published this story yesterday so we could point out also we had the liberty of writing 1,500 words or 2,000 words.
1: I don't think that's the reason to justify because TV news has has been playing the same thing on loop. So just saying that we had the space to write 2,000 words and therefore we can get more information, that's... I don't agree with that. But here I would like the panel to weigh in on media's coverage of the Alvar lynching.
3: Anu, do you want to weigh in on this? I don't watch TV at all, so I really have no idea what's going on in the TV space. I rely on people like you and people like Manisha <laughs> to do all the hard work, the brutal traumatic work really of watching TV and telling us what's happening. I actually, I think i am been quite pleased with how uh, print and online media has been covering it. I don't think there's been any mincing of you know, words or uh, you know, obfuscation of what happened. I don't know what uh, non-English media has been reporting though. Something th- d- yeah, does. yeah, should come in on. Um, and I think uh, this is also coming soon after the techie was lynched in, uh, you know, in Karnataka and uh, after Jay and Sina's absolutely unpalatable, you know, actions. So I think may, I don't, I, I don't know if there's been a shift or whatever, but I certainly don't think there's been any mood in at least English print and online media to dilute this in any way. I think we're saying it as it is. Okay. Rohin, Rahul, how
1: have the Hindi media been playing it? And if you have any comments about the larger mainstream media as well?
4: बहुत ज़्यादा Hindi media coverage को इसपे देखा नहीं है अभी और मतलब जो भी यही सारी basically जो TV is भी चल रहा है इसमें कुछ भी नया नहीं है या इसमें ये बताना भी मुश्किल है कि मतलब कि स्पार्ट को downplay किया underplay Okay,
5: Rahul? अभी सस्पेंड हुआ है पुलिस ऑफिसर मोहन उसके रोल को पता नहीं उस इतना ज्यादा शायद वो सबसे ज्यादा क्वेश्चनेबल इसलिए भी लगता है क्योंकि जो तुमने भी तुम्हें जो विश्व हिंदू परिषद का वहां जो लीडर मिला था उसने जिस तरीके से उस वीडियो में जो न्यूजीलैंड ने किया है उस वीडियो में उसने बहुत कंफर्टेबली बताया कि उसके मोहन से बहुत अच्छी उसकी जान-पहचान थी और उसके साथ ही वो उतनी रिस्पांसिबिलिटी से ये भी कहता है कि पुलिस ने इसको शायद यहां से ले जाने के बाद मारा है hmm. क्योंकि वो भी जो सामने आई जब पुलिस ने उसको कर लिया है, तब तक वो ठीक में लग रहा। मतलब ऐसा नहीं लग रहा है कि उसकी इतनी पिटाई हो, गई हो कि उसकी हो जाए। तो और... if
1: there are internal injuries one can't see by looking at pictures
5: it's very difficult to say. कर रहा बात कर रहा और जो गैप है it does raise questions for sure so role utna question nahi Okay.
2: In fact, I'm speaking to Subhash uh, Sharma, who's the investigative officer. I'm asking I asked him several questions. He was responding to each of them and then I asked him, What took three hours? Why did why is this delay? And then he refuses to speak a word. So there's a pause in that recording. We have not published it and I eventually had to, you know stop that recording and after we, i stopped the recording there was a whole bunch of uh, comments from the police walas coming in and that is when someone said that you know visa lag jayega is case mein bahut sawal hai na tum log, okay court we jaoge judge ko jo denge trial ki jayega so
3: I have a question sorry yeah no I just, uh, yeah, I just wanted to come in on that because uh, you know I was this issue of he looked okay in the photos the victim looked okay in the photos and uh, possibly something happened at the police station now I think I mean even for us as reporters but for anybody who's really interested in law enforcement and seeing this to any kind of justice is really this is I think a very important narrative to just kind of be careful about because now you know although so far what we know is that there was collusion between these accused you know who are out and being violent along with the police and you know this kind of uh, roaming around together and that kind of stuff what's going to happen now is they are going to kind of they're going to go they're going to stab each other so now you're accused are saying when we left him he was fine he was speaking his eyes are open look at these photos some custodial violence has taken place and that's how Mm. he died and the police are going to say he came to us in this bad condition because he was already beaten up on the road so what we really need to because you know this is hot this week next week it's not going to be hot and as you're saying you know we'll see what will actually happen happen in this case to file a charge sheet, blah, blah, blah. And who is named and accused in that charge sheet? What charges are placed on them? And then charges will be framed at the level of the police investigation. Again, charges will be framed at the level of the court. Now, so what actually happens to, you know, in this case, if there's been collusion between those who are accused and also your police, if there has been custodial violence, which may have contributed to the death and if there's also been on-ground violence by these mobs that you know your post-mortem will tell you that some violence happened some but injuries took place. But until we see the
1: CCTV but, footage we won't yeah, know there was custodial sure. story. No, in but in the
3: sense now the thing is the story is open you know his injuries may have the thing is in, in, in the course of law we'll have to figure out a cause and an effect. Now there may have actually been two causes to that effect of his death mm-hmm. and Is this narrative going to stay vigilant enough to, you know, finally kind of when we see, you know, how this will actually pan out in court, Mm. who were we pinning causes on finally in court and who will actually be held to account? So I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the
1: media needs to be very careful that they don't pin the responsibility on one person unless until we know actually what we're talking about.
3: Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, not just to be a cop out like that, you know, let's not uh, pin responsibility on anybody, but to keep that idea Open that a lot yeah, of people absolutely. may need to be responsible for this. Absolutely. So not like we won't see anything until like the Supreme Court convicts, but that there might actually be culpability sure. at many levels. Any of you want to come in on this?
2: One problem that I you know realized on the ground was on day one itself, and I was reporting that there were alarming similarities between pehlu uh, Khan's case and Akbar's case. So you see a, d- a similar kind of delay in taking the victim to the hospital then uh, the police fails to justify that delay and then you also see that accused accused person in the case are somehow connected or associated with the police as well so that becomes a bigger problem and in this case like until july 22nd when the entire Thing came out in public that too from the VH because the VHP guy spoke out. So uh, until then the police and accused person were very comfortably dealing with the case. So what happens is they'll dilute the charges in the case and in this case I, I think Rahul would also agree that here the problem is if someone from the police if he has, uh, you know, kind of assaulted the victim in this case, Akbar. So what happens is if it is some constable or junior officer, he'll be held accountable. But uh, ASI Mohan Singh will be also held accountable because he was in charge of the police station. So what happens will he is... Will or should be? He will be held accountable because if your junior police officer was assaulting a person in your custody, you are also responsible for that. Am I right?
3: Yeah, ideally, but probably the junior is going to get the short end of the stick and, you know, seniors always get away, so...
5: I also want to ask but seniors you. at the uh, IPS level जो seniors होते हैं वो फिर भी निकल जाते हैं लेकिन जहाँ yeah. तक की बात है वहाँ responsibility कम से कम उन लोगों को
1: Okay, I also wanted to ask, since you've been covering lynchings and with the increase in number of lynchings, like how safe does it feel as a reporter going out into communities which are in the interiors as you were describing the road and your cabbie was also a little spooked? So is it safe or is it just this narrative of fear that is being built?
2: See, I don't know whether it's safe or not, honestly. I don't feel any difference with the increase in the lynching cases. I still go in similar manner without thinking about the timing. I mean, what time of the day I'm visiting a village or a township. So if you're talking about me, I don't see a difference. But yes, if you're talking about other people, you know, involved in the entire coverage, it depends actually from individual to individual. Like in our case, the cab driver, he got really scared that, Night when we were still in a village in Mewat at around 8:30 in the evening. So, for him, it was really dangerous kind of situation. So, I believe it, it depends what on about individual the to individual.
1: Are they open to talk to journalists? Are they scared? Are they, Do they fear sorry. police officials?
2: It depends on the situation, the kind of case you are dealing with, the kind okay. of uh, you know case you are reporting on and the kind of questions that you are asking. Hmm. Like, uh, I mean, I think I asked uh, one of the most difficult questions uh, at Akbar's house. I went there, I think, Hindi press might have asked similar line of questions, but they expect when English media comes, they won't be asking similar questions. But I ended up asking uh, the family that you know, there's a case registered against Akbar in 2014. What about it? Why did he choose to go in the night? How much money was he had in his pocket? Because the family was claiming that you know, uh, uh, the cops, Lantes or the gaurakshaks has have stolen fifty thousand rupees and phone. So the basic question is, I see this problem with English media largely that they said, we quote, we write. But if he went to buy cows for 50,000 rupees and he was, you know, he had actually bought the two cows. Boss, you have already, He must have already paid the money. So these claims, we need to counter question. I do realize the family is in you know pain and agony, but we cannot carry such statements. And we I mean, we might choose to carry, but we have to ask these questions, counter questions as well. So what I'm trying to say is uh, it also depends on the line of questions that you choose to hmm. ask the people on ground in the villages or in the urban space.
1: Sure. Now I want to move from Alwar lynching to Section 377. Anu is here and she's covered Section 377 uh, quite well. So Anu, like first thing I want to ask is what do you think of the media's narrative? or media's coverage of section 377 and since the case has been like whenever there's a development the case comes in the limelight so have you observed a change in the media's narrative from where it began to where it is now?
3: You know, I think different uh, people have approached it differently and uh, by and large, at least, again, I'm only speaking about English uh, media, again, not so much about television, really. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, I mean, there, there, are st- there are things that are problematic about it, like certain publications have certain interests you know so for example a while ago a young queer woman had posted on Twitter about how she was invited by Times of India by I think Delhi Times or whatever uh, to do a photo shoot uh, because they wanted to uh, you know talk about gay rights or whatever it is and uh, so you know a bunch of young people turned up because they uh, imagined that this was going to be one of these celebratory kind of pieces or photo stories or feature stories or whatever it is and you know the media is always interested around the time of pride or whatever it is and uh, they landed up there and they were told by photographers and producers and whatever that you guys are not looking gay enough can you go home and change and come back and um, you know so here's the I mean so this young woman was very very disappointed and I remember that day I was a bit you know irritated I was like you should have known better uh, you know this is Times of India at the end of the day and, and and then somebody checked me and I was glad that somebody did check me which is that somebody replied to me on Twitter and said that you know that's that same idea that you know you are responsible for your own safety or you're responsible for you know it, the, really the burden is not on us the burden should be on the media to be more responsible that's the media to be sensitive but it's a long way you know away from there so i mean i think even recently I think it was NDTV, they did a video you know about something to do about uh, whether you know the stigma inhibits people from their jobs or something of that sort and you know it's the, the 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 LGBT community is awakened at a very different and a much deeper and a much more critical level so they will pick up on things that I mean essentially what is largely a straight uh, male run newsroom will not pick up on and I think it's very important that either straight males who run newsrooms are either at least aware of their own deficiencies and understanding this entire scenario or, or rather and that they actively seek out LGBT yeah, sensitivity most. in their newsroom so for example Hindustan Times um, has a very visibly uh, yes. and affirmatively uh, queer newsroom now with a number of sort of prominent but also maybe people who are not so prominent but you know self-identify as being queer and that's a very healthy development so you know I would look to them and I would look up to them uh, for their coverage uh, but uh, um, yeah, so by and large, I mean we're interested in these things around pride, uh, which also makes sense. I mean, you know, we do have cycles, and the audience has moods, and we, you Absolutely. know, it's a symbiotic kind of catering to that. But uh, yeah, there's still much more to be done, considering the fact that newsrooms are run by there's largely a lot straight males. To do
1: in the coverage rather than
4: just focusing on one single topic. Uh,
1: sure, okay. Rohan, do you want to? talk about hindi media's
4: coverage anooki baat ko hindi media make Haskargi, kar change aaya hai pichle Dohaja se leke 2018 ki ab cheeze matlab bahut acche tarike itni Jarur ho rahi jo reporting ho rahi sensible or sensitivity ke uske sath bhi lekin jab mamla court mein chal raha tab ya gay pride march for raha hai tab uske sath abhi mujhe yaad aa raha hai meerut mein do ladkiyan do police ne pakda tha matlab और उसके साथ कुछ लाइंस ऐसे बनी थी अमर था वो और उसकी लाइंस कुछ ऐसी बनी थी कि लड़कियां रंगरेलिया बनाती पकड़ी गई और उसके बाद पुलिस ने उनके को बोला और दोनों ने उन दोनों को सेपरेट किया तो इस तरीके की कवरेज बाय मीडिया में होती रही है Supreme Court में है Gay Pride March है, तो उस तरीके से उसको cover तो कर लेते हैं।
1: But then this is not sensitive. This is actually a little checklist. वही
4: कि जो अब जो cover कर रहे हैं, वो जो court में क्या तर्क चल रहे हैं जी. और जो petitioners कह रहे हैं, उसको cover कर रहे हैं। लेकिन अभी भी जो cases इस तरीके से आते हैं, उसके प्रति उनकी कोई सेंसिटिविटी अभी भी डेवलप नहीं हो
5: पाई है। a clear division आप देख सकते हैं मतलब इंग्लिश मीडिया उसको बहुत सेंसिबल होके उसको कवर करता है लेकिन फिर भी जैसे रोहिण्ड़ ने बात ठीक है मीडिया के 2013 में मैं तहलका के लिए तब काम करता था और आया था सुप्रीम 2009 दिल्ली High Court hmm. के जजमेंट को ओवर रूल किया था hmm. तो एक एनालिसिस मैंने तहिलका में उसके लिए लिखा था तो उस स्टोरी पे इतना बैकलाश आया था मतलब इतने हिंदी के रीडर्स को वो इतनी डाइजेस्ट उसको ऐसे नहीं कर पाए थे उनको लग रहा था कि सुप्रीम कोर्ट के डिसीजन को हमें जस्टिफाई करना चाहिए था हिंदी hmm. की ऑडियंस और उस समय टीवी डिबेट्स भी देखेंगे तो मुझे तो उस नैरेटिव से और अब के नैरेटिव में चेंजेस तो हैं मतलब अब हिंदी के टीवी न्यूज़ रूम्स भी अगर देखेंगे इस डिबेट को अगर लेते हैं थोड़े ज्यादा सेंसिबल तब के मुकाबले लगते हैं एक और फर्क आया है कि पहले लोग ओपनली कह देते दे थे दे कि ये गलत है लेकिन कम से कम इतना हुआ है कि
4: वो ओपनली कहने से बचते उनके दिमाग में वो चीजें हैं उनकी मेंटैलिटी चेंज नहीं हुई लेकिन वो ओपनली इज इन एब्सोल्यूटली आई एग्री विद दैट बच्चे हैं
1: बट इजंट दैट मोर स्केरी एंड मोर डेंजरस
4: That इस 99% percent हैं लेकिन जब मीडिया आते हैं तो ऐसा होते हैं बहुत लिबरल हैं Okay, sure.
1: Amit, do you want to weigh in on this? And before Amit, you weigh in, I want, like, when we speak about news channels having panels, I don't see them fully represent the community because they will have one or two spokesperson who, who are very vocal or who... who pro, uh, probably the guest coordinator knows that this person can come but that one single person is not representative of the diversity of voices of what the community thinks i think there's a need to work on the diversity of the panelists that come in and also because if you have a six-member panel just one representative of the community is not sufficient this is my viewpoint i think that is something that definitely needs some work
2: मेरा एक सवाल था बस आपसे और रूहीन से कि जब हम कवरेज या नैरेटिव की बात करते हैं हिंदी मीडिया में तो नीचे जो खबरें आती हैं जैसे कि दो लड़कियां रंगरलियां मनाते हुए पकड़ी गई और ऊपर जो खबरें होती हैं जो 377 के विरोध में और जो rights उन, support. is it also because people are Delhi they are senior reporters or they have more exposure and experience and the people who are reporting on the ground are completely different in terms of experience and exposure so that's why the treatment is different
5: ये भी एक फैक्टर है और दूसरा जो सुप्रीम कोर्ट में जिस तरह से नैरेटिव इस समय चल रहा है तो Hindi English दोनों क्योंकि वो जो bench constitutional बेंच उसको सुन रही है मामले को उनके opinion भी रिफ्लेक्ट हो रहा है इस लगातार पूरी proceeding में तो उनका जो opinion है बहुत तक reporters लगभग उसी tone में उसको cover करते हैं तो एक तो भी और दूसरा हां जो ग्राउंड से चीजें रही हैं 377 पे ही नहीं बाकी बाकी इश्यूज पे भी मतलब कई बार कम्युनल इंसिडेंट्स के मामलों को कवर करते हुए भी मॉब लिंचिंग के मामलों को कवर करते हुए भी वो वो रिफ्लेक्ट होता है जैसे जिस जो एग्जांपल रोहन ने अभी दिया जो मोरल पुलिसिंग कर रहे हैं उनको क्वेश्चन करना कम होता है टाइटल में और जो लड़के लड़कियां पार्क्स में हैं उन लोगों के ऊपर सवाल ज्यादा होते हैं तो वो एक डिफरेंस तो है
3: अनु yeah, I, I just thought I should just uh, add that you know I completely agree with what you're saying because you know like you're saying that the coverage is reflecting the mood of the judges and the mood of the court and we we've seen very clearly this time around that the court has been actually kind of predisposed in a certain direction, uh, but also I think as media and more so now you know in the last four years we respond very much to the government and uh, you know we kind of want to take the line that the government is taking and we saw that this time around the government said not, we don't, don't want to. not this way not that way but left it to the wisdom of the court. And and we've also seen the government, I mean, the previous government as well has been receding from this issue because they didn't go for a review petition of the 2009 mm-hmm. judgment. Uh, and in court in 2013, you know, they also had come in uh, in support of decriminalization. So the, the, the you know, the sort of not the overt mood of the government, but the covert mood of the previous government as well as this government has also kind of been too in favor of decriminalization or at least let's not make an active Uh, opposition to it. And I think the media, you know, and especially editors at the top, like you're saying, they pick up that mood and they're like, okay, let's, you know, kind of take this line.
1: I mean, I was wondering if what Rohan was saying about the editors also applies here, like applies to the government in the sense that the government is saying something or rather not taking a stand, but they are not really in favor. Then I don't know what sort of backlash are we expecting, even if it is decriminalized. Just a thought. But... (laughs)
4: नहीं एक और चीज मैं जोड़ूंगा जैसे आप पैनल के रिप्रेजेंटेशन की बात हो रही थी तो उसमें एक दिक्कत तो यह कि कम्युनिटी से कई लोग अभी क्लोजेट में ही हैं वो बाहर नहीं आना चाहते हैं और दूसरी दिक्कत रिपोर्टर्स की भी है कि जो लोग क्लोजिट में हैं अगर आप उनसे कंफर्टेबली बात करें अगर उनसे कंफर्टेबल होके बात करें तो वो अपना नैरेटिव बताना चाहते हैं या चाहती हैं ठीक है ठीके? दूसरी दिक्कत यह है कि जो कुछ लोग कम्युनिटी से वोकल हैं वो बहुत आसान तरीका है रिपोर्टिंग का कि आपने उनसे do you think reporters are equipped enough to handle a sensitive conversation? Uh, this is also,
1: uh, also to Amit, like in terms of when reaching out to families, you said there's a need to ask hard questions but are reporters equipped to handle sensitive conversations? But Rohan, you
4: were saying. रिपोर्टिंग आप सिर्फ रिपोर्ट नहीं करते बल्कि आप सामने वाले से बहुत कुछ सीख बीरे होते है तो आप उनसे बहुत एपलजेटिक होके बोल सकते हैं कि हम लोग क्योंकि हमारी ट्रेनिंग ऐसी हो ही नहीं पाती है हम लोग तो अभी तक पैटे आर्खें और तो
2: I would just like to add, like, once, if if the Supreme Court decision is in favor of decriminalizing the uh, 377, there will be one very positive and very important change that I am expecting, or there should be one, is, you know, inclusion of all these things into the syllabus. So, we reporters are not superheroes or supermen or superwomen. We need to have that basic understanding. And we, when we say... When I'm saying that we I'm talking about reporters, I'm talking about editors, I'm talking about a labor on the street, everyone should have the basic idea of what exactly LGBTQ means. And it would start only with the schooling itself. You Mm. know. I don't understand the basic difference in the you know, the terminologies used. So reporting is also
1: help people to feel comfortable and not feel stigmatized.
2: और
5: एक डिफरेंस इसमें मुझे लगता है जगह की वजह से और माहौल की वजह से बहुत बड़ा डिफरेंस है क्योंकि दिल्ली में वो छोटा रिपोर्टर भी अगर किसी न्यूज़पेपर का है तो वो उसका एक्सपोजर ज्यादा है वो दिल्ली में रोज के पेरेड्स देख रहा है वो वो जंतर मंतर पे जाके कवर an mm. do you want to comment on this no I think I, I think I kind of concur
3: with you know uh, what the others are saying I do agree yeah okay so now we move on to health
1: reporting since anu has covered health for over a year i just wanted to ask her do you think health reportage is given enough space today and from your experience what do you think ails health reporting for example business journalism has its challenges in terms of gatekeepers there's this entire PR industry standing in between the person that you want to ask a question and what you're writing about. So what is the challenge when a reporter is covering health and is it given enough space?
3: Um, I think health reporting is one of those standard beats at least at traditional organizations. You you always have someone doing health, someone doing education, which is, you know, our social sector, quote unquote. Uh, I think there's been uh, sort of targeted attention towards health reporting over the last few years, and I will credit that to online, uh, you know, news websites like you know, you guys at News Laundry, us at The Wire, Scroll. They've been putting sort of concerted efforts. In this one, you know, particular area, looking to hire people specifically for this, you know, creating job uh, uh, profiles. Because I mean, at websites, we actually don't function with beats. We don't have someone doing telecom, and we don't have someone doing automobiles. But Absolutely. to be intentional about it and to say we mm-hmm. will have a health vertical or we will have a health reporter, as I see is the case with us at the Wire, Scroll News Minute has now opened a drop down for their health reporting, uh, which I had been hoping that they would do for a really long time, so that I can track, uh, you know, stuff from the south. So I think there's been some attention on that, editorial attention on that, which I think is Mm -hmm. a good thing. In terms of what, um, you know, what is uh, perhaps plaguing health reporting, I think there still is some sort of a baggage about health reporting, a being something, you know, kind of soft and it's for women to do or it is to be about women and also there's some confusion or ambiguity in terms of the extent and ambit of health reporting. So some people still approach it as a, you know, let's talk about health in terms of lifestyle. Mm. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, you know, that uh, wellness aspect of health, which is very popular. And I see some websites, you know, our contemporaries, you know, pursuing that route. So um, is that what prevents health reporters from pushing the boundaries? I don't think, I mean, at least the, all the health reporters who I track and my friends, uh, I actually think all of us are very ambitious, hardworking and driven. I think all of us really actually are pushing it in our respective news organizations. I think, um, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes, of course, if you've got an editor that's interested in you writing about lifestyle and wellness, there's very little you can do. But if that's not your thing, you should, you know, work somewhere else. But um, I mean, I personally look at health reporting not as something that's, uh, uh, you know, women-centric or children-centric or whatever it is. I really do look at health reporting as something that is about rights. And it's not, uh, you know, I mean, f- different places have different approaches. Different reporters have different approaches. Uh, some kind of take a very sort of uh, human angle to it. I take a little bit of a policy and a, and a legal angle to it. Uh, but I also look at health reporting as a matter of public interest and a matter of rights. Uh, so for me, that, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a business reporter. So I, I know that my friends in the business space report on health very much from the point of view of pharmaceuticals. You know, it's not health as such, but it's about pharma. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. But for me personally, I like to look at it in terms of a uh, you know a rights-based uh, discussion, yeah, and that that for me opens up other dimensions in terms of my thinking and my approach to it, yeah. Rohan, Rahul, what's the
1: space that Hindi language press gives to health reporting? Like, could you give us some insights? Since.
5: जो पुरान जो अखबार हैं और मतलब लेकिन जो अल्टरनेटिव जैसे हम लोग स्क्रॉल न्यूज़ या वायर की बात करते हैं उनके भी अगर हम हिंदी वो देखें तो वहां पे कोई बीट्स नहीं है और हिंदी में कहीं मेरे को लगता है क्विंट हिंदी वगैरह जो बहुत बड़े ग्रुप्स हैं उनके पास भी शायद सिर्फ वो हॉस्पिटल में है, गवर्नमेंट हॉस्पिटल जो डिस्ट्रिक्ट का है, और वहाँ से उसको जो दो-तीन खबरें उसको रेगुलर की मिलती हैं, सिर्फ वही कि आज चार डॉक्टर्स ने इस तरह का सक्सेसफुल ऑपरेशन किया, और इस तरह की खबरें हैं बाकी जो जिस तरह की न्यूज़ जैसे गोरखपुर में अगर जो हर साल इतने सारे बच्चों की डेथ होती है उस मामले को आप देखेंगे तो उस मामले को जो हेल्थ रिपोर्टर वहाँ पे किसी बड़े न्यूज़पेपर का है हर साल उसे कवर करता है उससे हमें कभी भी इतनी अच्छी रिपोर्ट या इतने अच्छे इनपुट्स वाले जब
1: Rohan, do you want to
5: weigh hmm.
4: in on this health reporting ko hindi media bharat times health section punjab reporting i don't
1: want to sound condescending but that is also important
4: वो important है लेकिन हेल्थ की रिपोर्टिंग में आप बताइए कि बिहार में पिछले साल करीब 100 बच्चे Absolutely. मरे थे जापानी एन्सेफलाइटिस में उनके पास कोई रिपोर्टिंग नहीं है वो जो उनका सेविक रिपोर्टर वही बताता है कि मगध मेडिकल कॉलेज में इतने बच्चे मर गए उसकी रिपोर्टिंग खत्म हो जाती है तो मतलब एलोवेरा के फायदे आप बताइए लेकिन हाँ, वो भी आप भी
1: Huh, of course.
4: उसमें होता है उसमें फोटो लगा देते हैं वो पतंजलि का उसके बाद बोलते हैं कि ये आप लेंगे तो इससे फायदा भी हो जाएगा तो मतलब और Ke ek chala jata hai.
1: But wo wahan
3: disclaimer
4: No, disclaimer, disclaimer. Disclaimer I just
3: thought I add two anecdotes. This is not, uh, you know, when we're talking about the Hindi press, because I don't read the Hindi press, but I've uh, had the opportunity to interact with, you know, Hindi reporters at press cons, etc. And uh, uh, two incidents come to mind, which were absolutely for me shocking. One was, and this was a press con that was addressed by the health minister, Nadda, and there's a Hindi reporter who's sitting close, Close to Nada, and he, you know, everybody wants to ask a question to the minister, right? You all want to of get your two seconds, and so he raises his hand and he says, and the questions usually, uh, and especially from the Hindi press, they're always, sir, वहाँ पे aims कब बनेगा? वो aims you started it in two thousand seven, but uh, you know what? I mean, those are important questions to ask, but like you know, Rohin is saying, are they the only questions to ask? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in press cons after Zika, after Gorakhpur, and reporters, you guys don't have a single question to ask about you know these things, uh, but you have. All the time in that limited press conference to ask the same thing, you know. Where is the aims? When is the aims? Are you planning a new aims? Uh, why are you not doing Delhi's Mohalla clinics? Like surely there needs to be other things that are also important, right? So anyway, so this reporter um, uh, wants his two seconds and he says, uh, um, I want to know what is the government doing about IVF, in vitro fertilization, because... There are many women. They want to have children, and children are very important for women to have. And uh, the <laughs> government needs to take concern about this matter. Be concerned about this matter that women want to have children. The government should help them to have children. <laughs> and uh, and he, of course, he was speaking for all women. So uh, you know, I had to wow. I had to stop that, uh, <laughs> and I had to tell him to please not speak for me, which I did. And I was very pleased. Uh, you know, whole, like all this was you know one of those U-shaped tables, and all of the like reporters kind of started thumping the tables, and they were like, please be quiet. And uh, I went to shake his hand after that, and he did not want to shake my hand that's okay <laughs> uh, his loss and recently there was another press con again uh, you know with the health minister and the secretary and all of that and this guy another Hindi reporter uh, raises his hand and he says you know uh, this uh, homosexuality is a not, a not a sanskari thing and uh, it is leading to uh, HIV AIDS and uh, what is the government doing about this homosexuality because HIV ye, AIDS needs
5: to be prevented no but he reported you. minister se pucha. Ha,
3: and uh, the minister doesn't shut him down or anything but of course again I had to say something which I <laughs> did uh, and then after that uh, after the you know then there was of course uh, chai pakoda which we all come for apparently and uh, another uh, you know female reporter went to talk to this guy and shake his hand and he didn't want to shake her hand but he did tell her i have been a health reporter for 15 years you don't tell me what to do now this is a problem if you've been a health reporter at a leading hindi paper for the last 15 years and you have not even understood hiv aids like you've lived through when india was you know really struggling with it and dealing with it and you know we, we were figuring out law and we were figuring out policy and you know we were figuring out knack and all of this kind of stuff and you have the audacity in 2018 when we're possibly going to decriminalize this to ask the minister like you don't even have I mean to your earlier question you know should you be bigots on the outside or should you be in the closet I would rather this guy was in the closet <laughs> you know uh, so uh, that's the uh, that's the standard a
1: person like you wouldn't have checked him so he would have never realized that there's something that he needs
3: to actually take a step back and think he might not think but but that was because I was there that day but if I wasn't there that day nobody would have checked him and you know his bigotry would have been uh, unbridled and uh, I mean even the the minister and the bureaucrats on on stage that day were not interested in checking him they answered his question
1: I also want to add to your point where you're talking about the reporter actually speaking for everyone else and he's not even representative of the women he's speaking for but I don't think that's just a problem with Hindi reporters that's a problem with a lot of reporters like we're speaking up for people we don't even probably know about
3: yeah, I mean, I know that's one of those large existential questions. Uh, we we all try <laughs> to do the <laughs> uh, do the best we can with as much sensitivity, you know, like Rohan is saying, if we can uh, sure. gather the sensitivity over our time as a reporter to, you know, be self-aware, you know, like, you know, at least as I was saying, you know, senior editors know their limitations of what they do not know, uh, but that will
4: come with time. Reporters, sure. reporting, have to that we have to that we
1: Okay. I just want to ask Amit. Amit, what do you think uh, the media overreported or underplayed over the last week if something caught your eye?
2: I think whatever was in news deserved coverage because uh, you had Rahul Gandhi winking, you had Narendra Modi responding to that wink, and uh, then Alva lynching happened. No, I'm, I mean, uh, the entire discussion on the you no-confidence know, motion and uh, the way the speeches were given enough coverage. Like generally, I, what we see is Modi's speech is the masterstroke. Rahul Gandhi is always Papu speaker, but that one... Uh, session was properly covered by the media. Also, the regional media, sorry to uh, not, you know, I'm not allowing your interjections, but uh, TDP leaders' uh, speech uh, was kind of not covered in the media but it was uh, appreciated in social media as well the way it was being shared. Jai Dev Kala He
1: he was quite good. But I actually have a different take on the media's coverage of the no confidence motion like from the six papers leading English newspapers that I saw. Five had the picture of Rahul Gandhi hugging Modi. I think and that was also the narrative of the copy I think rather than focusing on the questions that Narendra Modi the Prime Minister did not answer which was a majority of of the chunk that was posed by the opposition. That is not something the media pointed out that even though Modi covered this much, he gave like a 90-minute speech, he did not answer the questions that were raised by the opposition. He barely answered four and that is problematic.
2: Are you talking about reporting or are you talking about analysis? If you're talking about reporting, I'm fine with the picture of Rahul Gandhi hugging Modi and whatever happened in the uh, parliament. If you're talking about analysis everyone can have a different perspective to it
1: okay rahul do you want to comment on this ye
5: nahi mujhe lagta hai iski coverage theek se hui jo jo the no confidence motion and jo questions narendra <Okay. laughs> modi didn't answer nahi kiye unko bhi coverage mili फोटो तो मुझे मुझे भी जस्टिफाइड लगता है वो उस फोटो का होना क्योंकि वो फोटो उससे अच्छी फोटो मतलब जब वो इंसिडेंट हुआ था तब तक हां मतलब तब नरेंद्र मोदी के बोलने से पहले ही वो हो गया था और हम लोग यहां बैठ के डिस्कस कर रहे थे कि अब नरेंद्र मोदी कुछ भी बोलें कल की फोटो
4: उस, ये यही होने वाली है वो जो आंख मारना इसको कहते हैं वो कंखी होता है तो कंखी मारना उनका ज्यादा था और मोदी मुझे लगता है कि मुझे बहुत देर तक ये लग रहा था कि राहुल गांधी का वो इमेज जो है बहुत बढ़िया है लेकिन जब रात को और सुबह जब मैंने सोशल मीडिया देखा तो मतलब उसमें मोदी के हाथों का एक्शन बोला जबर था मतलब वो ज्यादा अच्छा लग रहा था
1: नो thought that the media did not cover it well was because I was having this conversation with people over social media and they were like Modi ne to answer kia he covered Doklam, he covered this, he covered that. I was like let's just take Doklam. Doklam all he said was ki congress is trying to score brownie points but that was not the question asked so that is that Modi saying that does not mean he covered that issue. He did not cover Doklam. So
3: that is what I thought was missing from the coverage but Anun, do you want to comment in on this? I, to what you're saying, I think headlines could have said things like, you know, Modi answers two out of 20 questions. Uh, that's an editorial call that people could have taken. I, I, I don't think I saw that headline. I, I don't think it would have been an inaccurate headline. Um, what do you think it would of have been a Hurricane Huggy headline? It's Telegraph. I mean, bless them. I, I'm, I'm, glad for, I'm, I'm glad for what they do. You know, but the thing is, you know, with this whole hug issue, I, the, the thing is, we it had to be the front page photo. Uh, it need not have been the story, but it had to have been the front page photo. It need not have been the headline, but it had to have been the photo. Um, however, I really placed that uh, responsibility at, uh, you know, the Congress Party and their strategy. They shouldn't, in my opinion, you shouldn't have done that because, you you know, you, you, you've come prepared with the speech and then he later says this hug is spontaneous or whatever, but you've come prepared with the speech and you want to make some point. You need to ensure that the headlines, I mean, it's in your interest mm-hmm. that the headlines tomorrow, the photo along with that, etc. are all this. Now, you've given the media a free pass to, you know, talk about everything else other than this. You know that, you know, we've got small attention spans. And As you point out, it was a prepared
1: speech. This was a time for them, the opposition. Now, this is not my problem with the press, but with the opposition. They could have asked questions rather than giving these our long speeches. Like, I thought some hard questions were missing. But, uh, Rohan, Rahul, Amit, do you want to speak about anything else about media's coverage of something that they missed or something that they
4: overplayed before we close? I think that Muzaffarpur is <laughs> a big problem. And in Muzaffarpur, there is a shelter home that is called Seva Sankal Pevam Vikasamiti. This is a government, a NGO that is called the government fund. And in this case, there is a horrifying case that the Tata Institute of Social Sciences has a social audit and क्या था मई में और उस ऑडिट के बाद सरकार एक्शन में आई और कल पीएमसीएच से जो 21 लड़कियों का मेडिकल रिपोर्ट है उसमें 16 लड़कियों के रेप कंफर्म हुए और इसमें है कि 43 गर्ल्स को इस सेल्टर हाउस से रेस्क्यू किया गया था जिसमें 14 जो है वो डिफरेंटली एबल्ड हैं और उनमें से कुछ के साथ रेप हुआ है और एक लड़की का और मार के दफना दिया गया और अभी सेल्टर हाउस की डिगिंग चल रही है कल मामला बिहार के लेजिस्लेटिव असेंबली में भी उठा है मुझे लगता है कि इस पे बहुत कायदे से रिपोर्टिंग होनी चाहिए क्योंकि ये एक तरीके का बहुत ही मतलब वो जो लड़कियां हैं वो अपने आप में हेल्पलेस हैं मतलब इट्स नॉट जस्ट मैटर और दूसरा ये है कि मतलब शेल्टर हाउस में कौन जाता है सेल्टर हाउस में वो बच्चे पुलिस भी उनको उन सेल्टर हाउसेज में भेजती है कि एक तरीके का वो जेवोनाइल होम होता है और अगर वहाँ पे इस तरीके के केसेस आ रहे हैं तो ये बहुत सीरियस है। ओके okay. Rahul, Amit?
2: I was also going to speak about the Muzaffarpur incident only. So I think uh, Rohan has already covered it.
1: Okay, so I would just ask the panel to share their recommendations for the week. Amit, what's your recommendation?
2: This is a short video. Uh, uh, I'm just recommending the video. I'm not recommending the website. Uh, The tribes of Araku Valley... uh, it's a six-minute short video, so okay. I would recommend
1: that. So, would, would you tell us which website
5: is this? <laughs> we will eventually have to link it.
2: It's my nation.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rahul. EPW had series series on Smart Cities. And they compiled it. They have a link in the entire series and a compilation. And it's title is, Smart Cities Exclude the Vulnerable, Who Are They Smart For? Hmm.
4: करन करण थापर की नई किताब आ रही है द डेविल्स एडवोकेट जिसके एक को the वायर ने जो छापा है वो एक चैप्टर फिलहाल तो पढ़ना चाहिए और बाद में किताब भी पढ़ लेनी चाहिए क्योंकि उसमें करन बता रहे हैं कि किस तरीके से भाजपा के प्रवक्ताओं को और नेताओं को यह माना गया है कि करण थापर के शो में वो ना जाएं और उसमें कायदे से Uh,
3: I'll recommend a music video. It's uh, called This is America by uh, Childish Gambino. I come to things very late. Uh, There were already some 260 million people who have seen this video before I saw it. Uh, But it's uh, essentially a a commentary on race in America. And now there have been various sort of spin-offs. This is Nigeria. This is Iraq. This is whatever. We need this is India. I don't know who's going to write it. Um, But uh, but I mean, you know, kind of uh, watch the video and then read various uh, sort of commentaries that have been written on it. I think it'll really open up the video for you. Okay. So,
1: I want to recommend CJR special report on uh, sexual harassment across the photojournalism industry. I thought it was a very good report and just the lack of voices speaking up there was just shocking for me. So, with that, we close the podcast. Thank you, panel.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
1: And do come for Media Rumble. It is on August 3rd and August 4th at the India Habitat Centre. And here's Manisha's voice to tell you more.
0: The Media Rumble is back. In the second edition, we bring together news professionals, policy makers, investors, tech innovators from all over the world. It's where we discuss the future of news. It's where we talk about all facets of the news ecosystem. This year, we're set to make the Media Rumble Asia's premier media forum. There'll be professionals from some of the world's leading news organizations. Masterclasses on data journalism, on animation, illustration, storytelling. A convoy of 14 international speakers, filmmakers, satirists, all under one roof come Rumble at the Media Rumble, August 3rd and August 4th, 2018 at India Habitat Centre, New Delhi. is free for our News Laundry subscribers and Mufat Khors, register now. Seats are filling up fast, so log on to www.themediarumble.com. See you there! And
1: before we go, I want to tell our readers that for a healthier media, you need to step in because when the public pays, the public is served. When corporates and advertisers pay, they are served. So subscribe to News Laundry or any other media organisation, independent media organisation of your choice. Happy subscribing. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep
5: news independent. (laughs)